Have information concerning Carlisle expedition. Stop. Need reliable investigative team. Stop. Arrive January 15. Stop. Signed, Jackson Elias. The Gaming Grunts present Masks of Nyarlathotep, a Call of Cthulhu campaign. Session 11. Okay. So, last session you were still on the Mauritania and you foiled an assassination attempt on the self styled Count Kutasov. He, in turn, was very grateful uh, and uh, gave you an address where you could reach him. And uh, so, there was some discussion between the game, uh, between the sessions, as to whether or not, um, no, whether or not, um, Flash was going to try to take a photograph of the Count, and I mentioned that the cameras of the day are basically unconceivable and fairly obvious. So I'll let you, if we want to retcon a little bit, if you want to try to take a picture of the Count and or his bodyguard, Flash, you can try to do so, and there will be some rolls that you'll make and rolls that I'll make. Are we uh, are we going to try to do this uh, surreptitiously, or uh, shall we uh, use a little subterfuge to uh, have a family portrait, so to speak? That's your call. You're you're the man. You're the man with the camera. Well, uh, I'm. Uh, I mean, you could discuss it with the other people, but uh, where is that Frenchman? I uh, I guess we could always uh, try uh, to. Uh, get a picture for uh, posterity of uh, the people who are uh, here on the ship and see what the Count says. Okay. How are you going to do that? Uh, well, I guess we could uh, invite the uh, Count. Uh, I was just saying, uh, Etienne, that uh, we could uh, talk to the Count and see if he would like to participate in a group photo of uh, uh, his very band and uh, all of us uh, to commemorate the uh, passing Ship's passing here from. Uh, <laughs> Remember the passing of the assassination yeah. attempt. Uh, <coughs> I think that might be less than popular, but it's worth shot. Well, uh, what other. Uh, do you think you're doing it surreptitiously? That's what I was thinking. You know, you could probably get at least a profile from around the corner of a, the get, ship or cross a room or something. Just oh, I was I was just thinking that it would be convenient to have a, a photo of this man. When we need it later. Well, the other option you could do is uh, if you wanted to uh, try to get the count on uh, the Lido deck here, uh, I could uh, pose someone else if you could uh, see if you could maneuver him into the background. Ah. Yes, for this we need. Um, what's his name? Bane. Bane? What do you need Bane to do? Because Bane is the Count's friend, of course. Well, again, when are you doing this? Are you doing this before the assassination attempt or after the assassination attempt? Well, wait a minute. The assassination attempt's already taken place. Is someone uh, talking about time travel here? I'm allowing a little bit of retcon if you oh. want. Limited amount. Just well. on this one particular issue. Well, uh, I can, the, the other option I could see is... Uh, if you want to do after, then we can, we'll be at the now. Because mm -hmm. we haven't quite arrived there yet. 
what we could do is, uh, I know the Count is uh, interested in playing, uh, bless you, <laughs> interested in playing uh, shuffleboard. I could stage the camera uh, to focus on the shuffleboard uh, court, and then we could uh, try to take a photograph of that. You mean a hidden camera? Oh, no. I'm going to be doing some uh, architectural uh, photographs for uh, the cruise line. Ah, and uh, he could actually just uh, appear uh, in photos. Uh, we'll see what the Count uh, has any problems with that. So this is after the attempt? This would be, uh, I think or, so. Okay. Ah, uh, I think that's probably reasonable. Okay, uh, so on the, basically on the day of arrival. Oh, are we, are we pulling into port now? You're getting, you're heading into Liverpool. Oh, you people make this so hard for me. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine if the camera was already set up uh, prior to the assassination attempt, uh, it would be kind of tough to trigger uh, even with my uh, shutter release. The other option would be, uh, we all walk off the same gangplank, right? True. I could set up uh, the uh, <coughs> camera uh, to make sure that everyone leaving the ship could be in sight, and I would just have to be the first release. one off. No, I would just have to release the uh, shutter when I saw the camera. I think that's brilliant. All right, so you're going to try to be the first one off. Well, uh, I imagine that I could... Off. I could be the early off, or I could actually be at the gangplank seeing people leave while I'm on the ship. People do line up to get to the gangplank, that's true. That, yes, that is true. All right, so I, just want, I want to make sure I understand your plan. So you're going to try to get there early. I'm going to try to get there early. Okay. Um, so it is the morning of the 1st, February 1st. It's a Sunday. And so you're all lining up. Wait, we came into port on a Sunday? Yes. Just the way the calendar works. Okay. Would the count have special access to leave before everyone else, though? Uh, that's why I'm not actually leaving. Uh, I'm setting up my camera uh, on board. View of all the passengers uh, from the steerage and elsewhere leaving the ship. Okay. Um, you're going to need to fast talk someone to let you do that. That's not normal procedure. So make your fast talk. Okay.
So you've noticed ever since then I've avoided large crowds. Yes. Just like you were avoiding them on this the whole trip over. Well, see that that's that's right. Maybe he really wasn't seasick. Maybe right. he was just avoiding it. Maybe just using that as an excuse to stay in his capital and twitch and 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 read some other books or learn some other things. We better have small words in the books I read. That's right. <laughs> small Latin words. Pop on pop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm old enough to read that kind of book. <laughs> um, the the crew is not going to let you get off first because you're not the count. He's actually going to be one of the first one off. <coughs> I can't try another fast talk for this one. Not this time. <laughs> okay, well, Etienne, that was a great idea. It didn't work out. Oh, well. It was worth a shot. <laughs> worth a shot. All right, you are docked at Liverpool. Uh, lots of other ships around you, lots of other, there's a big shipyard in Liverpool, so you've got uh, ships being built, ships being serviced, ships being dismantled. Um, it's a fairly kind of a gray, overcast day. Is it a civilian shipyard or a military shipyard? Civilian. The military shipyard is down the coast ways? Uh, military would probably, well, Scapa Flow would be one of them. Uh, there are probably other uh, military ports that I am not aware of, not being a subject. Um, Right, so, customs. Most of you are armed, are you not? With permits. With, I understand, but With still, permits. most of American you are armed, permits. right? Pardon? American permits. So no, some, some of us have the British permits. Some of you fly, no, some you all, I mean, one of you made the role. Who, I forget who made the role. I made the Dr. role. Dr. Boucher made the role. So, you would have, I'm assuming, you I would have told, told everybody, everybody you need this permit to bring a gun into, into England. Right. Okay, so, assuming everyone has done that. Um, there's still a chance that your bags could be searched. Why don't you all make percentile rolls? You have a 50% chance of avoiding being searched. So you want to go store my glass knuckles in my pants. Uh, six. 60? Okay. I've got a six. Six, very good. Um, 46. Okay. Do you need nine? Okay. 90. <laughs> 90. You so no, 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 see, the big one is the 10s and the little one is the 1s. Oh. Well, it was, still, it was still 90-something. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So I got below 50. All right, so two of you got below 50? No, three of you. You got below, below. Above, okay, so, below. all right. So Dr. Boucher and Flash, uh, believe it or not, Flash, managed, manages not to have his bags searched. Oh, Bane. Bane's bags are searched. Okay. Isn't that kind of a given? Not necessarily. Okay, so if you didn't make the roll, you can now try to make your credit rating to try to sort of bluff your way out of it. Don't you know who I am? Type of thing. Credit rating? Yeah, credit rating. So the small one is the one, huh? Right. The oh, big one is the ten. The little one is the one. Bane made it exactly. Eighty. Okay. There was no chance at hell. Has you're, made. you're not a kind of subtle no. guy. Either. No. No. Dr. Weber? No. Okay. All, uh, Bane makes the credit rating, so manages to get into high dudgeon and um, out of low dudgeon, manages to uh, bluff his way out of being searched. The other three of you have your bag searched. What do they find on you? You've got a... A handgun. 38, I think? 38. And no, uh, no shotgun, no right? Shotgun. Good. Um, they search my bags. Yeah. They, there. Do no. they search my person, though? Um, they'll do a cursory search, but they're not, I mean, oh. you've got it stored. Stored. <laughs> stored there? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It, you have no gun, right? No gun. Okay. That's and, not right. and Dr. Weber? Well, as you know, I'm conducting some research into uh, tribes of Africa, and so this. Uh, so you came to England. Artifacts. <laughs> yes, there's a there's a wonderful display at the at the um, 
You're picking up the rest of your party. What do you have, What are you armed with? Oh, I have a twenty-two okay. in my baggage. But uh, you both have perm. Uh, the the two of you have permits, though. All right. So, um, so Doctor Weber, so you're you're here to please be very careful with those artifacts. The, uh, uh, they're not interested in the artifacts. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, no, actually, they're not interested in the artifacts. They're interested in the gun. You have a permit. Um, it's a twenty-two, so that's a little less of a problem. But they still want to know why you're coming into the, this country armed. You say you're going. You say that you are doing research on Africa. These, why have you come? These to artifacts England, are please? very precious. I have to defend them again. They could be, you know, taken by force by by robbers that want to sell them. They're 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 actually extremely valuable. I see. And you did you chose to accompany? Where you're delivering them somewhere? Uh, no, they're they're part of my research. I have them on loan from the museum at uh, the Miskatonic University. I see. What's your what's your fast talk or persuade? Which is the higher of your fast talk or persuade? Uh, they're both the same. What, what's yeah. the percentage? Fifty-five. Uh, you can actually get a double because that was a pretty good. Oh, okay. So, just so don't don't roll on fail. Yeah, don't epic fail. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, I, I understood, Professor Weber. Please, uh, please be assured that we very rarely have any incidents uh, with uh, historical artifacts. So, um, since nobody in our country carries guns. <laughs> Uh, well, that's not completely true. Uh, by this time, the police actually kind of starting are to carry them. Not really? Starting. Some some are, not all of them. Uh, Mr. Thomas, what kind of, it's a 38 or a 45? 38. 38. Um, can you please explain why you have a handgun? I see you have a permit, but we would still like to know informally uh, why you feel you require such protection. I have no idea what to say. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, you are a retired policeman, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that uh, uh, there are some such. I'll just explain that I was a, I'm a policeman and I, I always carry my gun with me. A policeman? Uh, yeah, of course. Do you have ID, uh, current identification, sir? Being a policeman. Uh, would I have that? Uh, would officially, I, would I have that? Uh, well, officially, no. They would have uh, taken everything from think. you. But unofficially, you might actually still have something. So if you want to make okay. a roll. I'll give you a 25% chance of having kept a piece of official ID, if that's what you, the excuse you can want I, to use. Can I fast talk or something, or persuade? The story, you gave the story, you uh, just said, I'm a policeman. Okay. So, you, officially you have no ID saying you are, but unofficially, like you said, I'll give you a 25% chance that you retain something. What's the worst that can, that can happen? They take away my gun, right? They might deport you. <laughs> they might deport you. <laughs> It's likely they will just impound it. But most, more likely they would simply confiscate it. Yeah, You're not a criminal. Okay. And lying is not a criminal offense. If lying were a criminal 20, offense... 29, okay. Um, so you, you don't, either you don't have real official ID or whatever you kept mm -hmm. didn't, didn't quite cut it. Um, come now, sir, please. Uh, I do need a real good reason for you to have this, otherwise I will be forced to um, retain it until you leave this country. Because you're a policeman, you're self-defense. He tried that already. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm a policeman, and well, yeah. he didn't have any proof. Self-defense? Um, what? I must have packed my bag to the other bag. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'll just say I always carry with me, so I didn't have any. Um, given that you do have a valid permit, um, we have no real reason to uh, forbid you entrance or to retain the weapon, but uh, okay. we will be. Please, please do not employ it. <laughs> We've got our eye on you. 
Okay. All right. Uh, and everyone else gets... Okay, so you all have your weapons. Right. You are outside the station. It's now pretty empty. Well, assuming you waited for handsome hands. <laughs> the, 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 Otherwise, the, it would have been really bad. The, the arrival area is mostly empty now. You've got all your bags. That's all your things are with you. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you having some trouble, sir? Yeah, I'm okay. You look yeah. a little like a mouse in a trap. You're gonna have a good time in London. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are in the, you're at the port. So, um, how are you going did, to get to London? Did you gentlemen all have a plan for where we were going in London? I Funny you should say that. Where are we going to be going? I know we want to probably the go to the Penny Foundation. Yes, that's one. <laughs> There's a couple others. <coughs> To the Witch Foundation? P-E-N-H-E-W. You should probably borrow someone's handout. Just for okay. I did. Have oh, you did? Okay. Oh, where else do we need to go? <coughs> I believe there were two other names that you were given by Jonah Kensington. One was a, an individual person, right? The other two were people. Yes. Yeah. That one guy that was found alive, or someone saw him. Jack Brady. Uh, he was yes. he was seen in Hong Kong. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Far, far from here. See, no one keeps notes. Carol yeah. kept notes. None of you kept. None of you. None of y'all kept. Uh, others of y'all. I'm <laughs> keeping notes, but about who you met, or I just started late. <laughs> That's right. Carol's notes are not the greatest. <laughs> well, as in, they're, they're just sparse. See, that's the thing about handouts. Handouts are great, but then you tend to rely on the handouts and you forget to write down anything you hear that's not in the handout. Right. Can we make a roll to see if anyone remembers? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The, the other two names that you got from Jonah Kensington were Mickey Mahoney. Mickey Mahoney. And wow. Inspector Barrington. Who's Mickey Mahoney? Uh, Mickey Mahoney was a is a journalist. Uh, was a uh, he's a he's a newspaper man who uh, Rod uh, Roger uh, Jackson Elias had um, mentioned in conversations with Jonah Kensington and Inspector Barrington of Scotland Yard. Same thing. So Jonah did not know exactly why Jackson Alliance was talking with them, but those were names that he dropped. Well, um, so where are you going to? Wh who do you want to go to see first? That's what, the question. Uh, what do you think? Should we uh, should we make our introductions uh, at uh, Scotland Yard in case we uh, need uh, backup and uh, let them know of our uh, situation here? Shall we first make arrangements for a hotel? Hotel, my goodness. So that we have somewhere to stay as a home base. I'm sure Bane will be doing that while we're out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, you're in Liverpool. You're going to stay here overnight? Probably not. They probably docked at noon, right? Yeah. But it's also at the end of the docking because you had to wait for Handsome Hank. <laughs> I'm sure we could make it to London by now, by, you know, evening. Oh, yes. Rent a car? Is that how you're going to do it? Uh, probably the train, I would think. Train? 
We'll hang your head out the window. <laughs> Let's see if we can get a private car for uh, our handsome friend here. Uh, no private cars, but you can get first class where it will be less okay. crowded. All right. Well, to the train. And Bane pays one. Uh, <laughs> first Bank of Bane? Yes. Van Landingham. Um, Is this a defensible uh, car? Defensible? Uh, what, against boars? Well, Zulus. I, we've had some uh, Native American Indians. We've had some interesting characters. Uh, uh, the answer is no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Glass windows, very thin wood. Well, not very thin, but thin wood frames. Um, the, the carriage is steel. The, the car is wood. Be on your guard, gentlemen. Um, right. So you're taken to the train station from the dock in two cabs. I assume. <laughs> is it a train station after dark? No, it's not. It's a little bit of a ways away. Okay. Um, did, did, wait, before we go, did we see where the Count went when he got off? Yeah, he would have, I mean, he would have disappeared. I mean, you're, so you're on the boat and you're kind of watching the pier. He would have gone, you could have seen him go off. Did he go into the regular customs or did he go off No, he went into else? a different, well, he went through customs, you think. Okay. He didn't go through the regular door. He went through the special door. He went to the special door. And then after that, he, and once he well, went inside, he went totally right. right? You're also hours, you know, you're also an hour at least afterwards. Probably more. Even today, they don't, what is it, like a three-hour window? Something like that. Cruise ships? Yeah. On the other hand, they only stay in port for, for vacation cruise ships for like eight hours. So yeah. you spend half your time in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, you discover to your shock and horror that the taxi driver is completely, when he talks, well, when they talk, when they talk, they are completely unintelligible to you because they're speaking Liverpudlian. And none of you all have encountered that particular dialect before. Yeah. Do I have a chance? That's right. The, the taxi drivers understand you absolutely well. These, these people have dealt with Americans before, but you've never seen, you've never heard a Liverpool accent before, so you're like, huh? What? But you guys spoke English here. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, we, I can't do Liverpudlian. It's like, <laughs> we do speak English. What did you say? Beatles? What? Yeah. Right, exactly. If you've heard the Beatles speak, just like lay it on like three times thicker. <laughs> right, you get on a train to London. You're in London. Ah. Right, so now we find a hotel, since we assume we well, want to. Where do you want to stay? You want to stay first, you know, like top of the line, the Strand, or the Savoy, rather? The Ritz? Claridge's? Gentlemen? Well, Brown's? Since, uh, Waldorf? Since Bane's putting the bill, I'd, I'd like to put my head down on a nice fluffy pillow. <laughs> well, then the, Savo- the Savoy. That's on the Strand. Might even be on this map. The, Sav- uh, the Strand is there. Savoy Hotel. Covent Garden. I'm sure it's and moved. This is a modern map. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, probably not. Probably not. Because the river itself, the banks have not really moved. Not the way the Mississippi's banks have. That's true. Because they've been walled in. For it's been bricked and yeah, bricked of years. up. <laughs> anyway. Hey, look, let's stay at the Hard Rock Cafe. Right, yeah. Go shop at Marks and Spencer. Actually, they were around, right? <sighs> uh, probably, actually. Do you think we could take a floor? A floor? <laughs> Good heavens, no, we aren't that many rooms. Well, it's actually not a large hotel at that time, I imagine. <clears throat> the physical building has... Uh, That's all right. Well, okay. you, you can get rooms. 
Actually, can we get adjoining rooms? Well, I think Bain would probably want a suite. The question is then, you can get, I mean, I would, I'm going to figure that it's probably a two-bedroom suite. So are all of you going to stay in one suite, or are you all going to try to get different rooms? I don't know about you, but I'd like a, <clears throat> a little peace and quiet away from uh, handsome Hank there. <laughs> Why, do you snore? Does he snore? <laughs> does the Pope never mind? <laughs> Actually, the Pope does never mind. <laughs> So, who's, who, to, to put it bluntly, who is sleeping with whom? I don't really care. It doesn't really matter. I don't care. <laughs> okay. So, um... I've got a room to myself, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> right. So and, and the other five of you are sharing a two-bedroom suite. Okay. Okay. That's fine with me. Fine. No. It's Sunday night, so are you going to go visit anyone Sunday night, or are you going to wait till Monday morning? I think we find out where we're going, if we can. Okay. Where are you going? Do we want to ask the concierge, or do we need to be quiet about our movements? Well, I was thinking, uh, feel free to, to jump in. I was thinking we'd go to Scotland Yard first, and uh, I don't think we need directions to Scotland Yard. Seems uh, like we could ask anyone. That's called getting directions. Well, I'm saying if we, uh, if we do it from the concierge, we might it? be in someone's back pocket. Or if we ask a common Joe on the street. And if we pay him <coughs> ten pounds, he might be in our back pocket. Whoa, that's a lot of money. Uh, well, yes. <coughs> ten, ten pounds is like what you're being, is like half, it's like what... Ba- uh, it's what one Flash's, month's salary, right? Yeah, it's like what Flash's room is costing a night. Major opulence. Actually, that's like 50 bucks in U.S. money at the time. Right. Which Bane has. The rest of you, uh, maybe not quite so much. Well, I lifted 50 bucks from all those pockets we went through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We actually Wait, roll, we actually, did, we, did I actually ask you to roll something for that? I mean, you can get it. Did I actually roll for how much money I you got? Think, I don't remember if you rolled or not, but I remember going through the pockets. Okay. And you're saying 50. Okay. <laughs> wow. Did well, you put the wallets back? No. <laughs> right, you never do that. Well, well, I think all of them are now dead. Probably, actually. <laughs> They're not missing it. I'm... So, <clears throat> I said they're not missing it. Right. <laughs> so did we want to go see Inspector uh, B or uh, Mr. Mahoney? Or, or So what are we expecting to get from these people? More information or directions to connections to Jackson Elias? Yes! We've heard that this cult or a related cult is active in London. Ah, well then Scotland Yard probably is the first place. How did you get that connection? I'm just curious. I'm not saying yes or no. I just want to make sure I understand the logic chain. It, it was discussed in some of the articles. Oh, okay. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes. That there was this organization. In the... Yes, got it. Thank you. So I, Dr. Okay. Weber at least believes that that's where part of the influence came rather than directly from... We didn't have the detective in New York, uh, Detective Pool, was it? Call ahead. Pool? No, he doesn't like us. <laughs> what did you guys do? He liked us. Like Lieutenant Pool? Yeah. He's, he's suspicious. He liked me, but he didn't know I was going with him. There were a lot of dead bodies found. Oh. That would make him suspicious, would it not? None of you were charged. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure we could use him as a character reference, but... Oh, good point. Yeah. Well, there was a gigantic 
monster worm as well. You know, circumstances were yeah, challenging. I didn't see that, though. I, I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, we could be a little concerned that there are many gunshot wounds and <clears throat> damn country seems a little gunshot. But I do think we should go to Scotland Yard. That sounds like a plan. Okay. So, Monday morning, February 2nd. In the newspapers of the morning. <coughs> Do I get one? Yes. Oh, that was I only made five copies because there were only five players at the time. Someone wants to read, please. Slaughter continues. Scoop offers reward. An unidentified foreigner was found floating in the Thames this Tuesday, the 24th victim in a series of bizarre slang. 24? Good heavens. Though Inspector James Barrington of the Yard, hey, had no immediate comment. <laughs> what a coincidence. What a coincidence. Sources exclusive to the scoop agreed that the victim had been beaten severely by one or more assailants and then stabbed through the heart. This series of murders has continued over the space of three years to the bafflement of our faithful metropolitans. That's the police, right? Yes, metropolitan police. Must we hope that Mr. Sherlock Holmes, though reported by Mr. Doyle to be in retirement, Will one last time rise to the defense of our majestic isles? <laughs> Readers of The Scoop are reminded that this esteemed journal has a standing reward for information leading to the apprehension and conviction of the perpetrators. <laughs> the amount now risen to 24 pounds with the latest death. Be on guard. From The Scoop writers. 24 pounds? That's a, that's a mighty big yeah, that's reward. Yeah, like that's like a $10,000 reward today. 24th victim in a series of bizarre slangs, eh? Severely beaten and then stabbed through the heart. Does this remind you of anything? It should. Yeah. They probably are not reporting the mark. This, yeah. Could could you remind Dr. Boucher what this reminds you of, since he did not know that? This cult of the bloody tongue has uh, been seen to uh, kill victims in, uh, using with, well, you can see from some of the article clippings we have, but uh, the spike sticks, and so it just seems like it might be them, but the description in the newspaper doesn't exactly match. I think we should talk to Inspector Barrington, and if it's the same group. Yeah, I believe the, we'll quote, the exact quote are. is from Life as a God, which I think, which uh, at least one of you has read. The quote was, the beggar was held fast by my brothers, and I, eyes tearing with joy, struck him mightily with the sacred club again and again until he was rendered insensate by the pain and his limbs were useless. Filled with wordless praise for him who dwells in the shadow before light comes, I turned it in my hand and pierced the wretch's heart with the cunning bronze spike. His scream of agony washed over me, and I was reborn as a full brother and servant of the Pharaoh of Shadows. <clears throat> Life is a God, which was found in... Uh, the, the safe at the Carlisle Estate. And in addition, from Professor Anthony Powell's lecture at NYU, it said that uh, from the cult of the sandbat, sacrifices were run through a gauntlet of worshippers who struck the victims with clubs embedded with the, with the sharp teeth, teeth of bats. And the teeth were coated with a substance derived from rabbit bats, which is a protecting poison. Got it. We might compare it to that also. <coughs> do get to uh, <clears throat> speak to Inspector Barrington. Uh, uh, how uh, how close to the vest do you want to play our uh, information? Well, I think 
it would be fair to point out that we're, we've investigated similar fault murders in the past. And yes, I think it would be only fair to offer our services to uh, help them with this investigation, since we have investigated pieces of it in the New York, on the New York side. Very good. I, I, I didn't want to... Uh, <coughs> Although if we mention New York... Dissemble. He might want to... He might contact New York to verify, at which point he'll probably talk to Poole and... Well, like I said... Telegraphic phone calls yeah. are very, very expensive. Telegram. Yeah. And, you know... Telegrams <coughs> take at least two days. We haven't done anything illegal. <coughs> Wait, they have the... Yeah. They have the transatlantic <laughs> telegraph? Okay. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the... Uh, right. That was, great North, that was the Great Northwestern that laid that cable. Right, in the 18... 18s. Is Victorian times. Yeah, it was, a right. big, it was a big deal. Okay, I forgot. Sorry. No problem. Shall we uh, avail ourselves of uh, Inspector Barrington? So, um, are you suggesting that we play it close to the vest? No, I just wanted to discuss it before we went in. Uh, I actually don't think there is any reason to dissemble. I have no reason to uh, distrust uh, this, uh, this limey. With uh, talk like that, you will go far. Well, you know, with a Frenchman, what do you expect? <laughs> we won't be saying it to his face. We saved, we saved your bacon once, we'll be saving it in the future. <laughs> <laughs> the French have their own... Thank you. Yeah, it was the Belgians much. that, uh, yeah. The Belgians that got walked all over. That's true. This right. is the Great War, not that later thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, New Scotland Yard. Um, yes, sir, can I help you, sir? It's this desk sergeant. Can I help you, gentlemen? We would like to meet with Inspector Barrington. We may have some information concerning the, um, and I put down the newspaper, the, um, uh, bizarre murders that uh, have been happening. Ah, all right. Let me go see if uh, Inspector Barrington's available. Would you wait here, gentlemen, please? Thank you. Okay, he goes off. A few minutes later. Will you please come this way, sirs? <clears throat> Inspector Barrington. Ah, Jim Barrington. James Barrington. He looks like a small white card. He looks like a small white card with uh, black and white features. Gentlemen, the, I'm not going to do it in a British accent. The, um, the desk sergeant told me you had information about these particular murders. Wow. Well, I'm uh, going to take out one of the masks. The bloody the, tongue masks? Yes. Oh, okay. So that we've seen similar murders in New York City. Uh, he says, I see. And we wanted to see if it matches the same profile. Uh, these... These are head headdresses? What are they? Well, um, you see, we attended a lecture and we recount the piece that I read from the, the lecture at NYU. Uh, it seems there are cults uh, out of Australia and Africa that may be active in London based on some information that we found. And it turns out uh, that they use uh, sort of clubs with uh, bat teeth embedded to kill the victims. We were wondering if, if these victims that you've been seeing have had the same profile. Bat, also, bat teeth? Yeah, also uh, tiny little bat teeth. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, uh, we, we, we've got information that uh, they may be impregnated with uh, poison. Some poison. 
Uh, also, uh, Flash Granger, nice to meet you, uh, Inspector. Uh, one of the things that uh, <clears throat> we know from uh, police activities across the pond is uh, not everything is reported in the local establishment uh, newspapers. Can you give us any uh, more information about the uh, <coughs> state of the bodies? Uh, the death sergeant led me to believe that you had information for me. Well, in addition... Did they have marks on their heads? <coughs> marks on their heads? The victims. Engraved in their head. Kind of look like I draw the marks that we've seen on the, the previous victims. You see, we also have heard that you might uh, be acquainted with a friend of ours, uh, Jackson Elias, who was murdered in this way in New York. Oh. Very recently. Yes. Jackson, yes, uh, I believe we mentioned, I met, uh, I bleh. I believe that uh, we met, yes. You know he's been, uh, he's left this mortal plane. I beg your pardon, sir? He's, he's no longer. He was murdered in this fashion. He was murdered too. He seems very surprised. My gosh, that's, that's terrible. Um, well, and yes. we were working with the New York City Police Department to investigate those murders in New York City. Oh, Following I see. a similar pattern to the ones here in London, from what we it, can tell from the newspaper article. We just arrived yesterday. Well, you said that they, you, I believe this gentleman said that there was a mark on their foreheads? Yeah, it was, uh, I sketched out. Uh, haven't seen that particular mark on any of the victims here. Hmm. Hmm. Have they had any marks on their foreheads or bodies that look like they were carved or impressed? Uh, well, uh, as you've seen from the story, uh, the story has got the the description of the victims pretty much spot on. Hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, blunt force trauma wounds and uh, a single penetrating wound to the heart. We believe it's a difference. I don't think it's a single bolt. You don't think it's a single bolt? <clears throat> no. Um, well, Mr. Elias mentioned that he believed that the murders were uh, a ki ritual killings by uh, an Egyptian death cult called the Brotherhood. He goes and looks a few notes. Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh, uh, or Pharaoh of Shadows, possibly. Uh, that, well, that was not the phrase he used. Um, well, I did uh, speak, uh, speak with uh, Mr. Gavigan of the Penhue Foundation about it. He believes that, uh, that um, although there, the particular uh, circumstances of the murder, the way the victims were killed, does correspond with um, an, an ancient cult of the, back in the day, um, but that uh, there's no, uh, you know, they're just copy, not copycat killers, but simply uh, you know, <coughs> attempting to revive an old method. It really is, the, the cult is gone. I, I think what we've discovered from New York is the cult is probably not entirely gone. What was the name he said for the Penhue Foundation? Uh, it's Edward oh, Gavigan. Edward Gavigan. Gavigan. The same, we have his card. Oh, okay. He's yeah. on our list to, uh, to do. Now, Mr. Gavigan thought that Jackson Elias was merely, uh, you know, one of those type of reporters, since, you know, seeking after sensational stories. Do one of you gentlemen want to tell you him what we've uh, I, this is quietly. Do one of you want to tell him what we found under the shop? Yeah, we'll describe the cult that was operating under 
juju house in, in vague terms, not necessarily what happens, nor the big fishy worm. Well, it does seem like uh, you do have some problems in America these days, don't you? <laughs> well, uh, uh, I don't want to be too blunt, but uh, we didn't have 24 related deaths. seems that you're having a, a problem yourself. Yes. And we'd love to be able to help you. How? Well, uh, we uh, do have uh, some information about these cults <coughs> and a few connections. And, uh, of course, if uh, you ever wanted uh, a band of people to do something that wasn't official. Are you like, saying? Uh, like, uh, but also very legal. We would be. Unofficial legal. We would be at your That actually is a large squad. Um, Dr. Weber, did you mention what it, how, how much of your of your and yours, the group's involvement, did you mention in breaking up the cult in Juju House? Did you mention the breaking and entering in the... No, no, no just that there was a cult operating un, okay. in, un, right. under a store and right. was uh, kidnapping and murdering victims. And um, well, Mr. Know. Granger, we do discourage private citizens or especially visiting visitors... Uh, from attempting to uh, assist, in quotes, uh, the Metropolitan Police Force. We're quite able to investigate these things on our as own. A, as a professor of psychology and, and uh, abnormal human psychology, we're offering uh, services to, to research and follow up on leads, and perhaps we can find some more information about this cult and clues as to how they might be. Well, if you do find anything, you're more than welcome to do research on your own. If you do find anything of interest, uh, of course, we would be interested in hearing. <clears throat> do you want to tell them where we're staying? Yes. Okay. Here's our card. We'll, uh, we're, we're making our <clears throat> inhabitants at the Savoy. I see. Very good. Well, is there anything else I can help you gentlemen with? Um, do we want to ask him about Jackson Elias directly? Oh, you, you kind of have. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't th I think we're kind of done. Okay, well, uh, thank you, Inspector. Uh, thank you very much for your time, sir. Be thank sure you. to visit the Blue Egyptian. He might like it. Ah, okay. And the Blue Egyptian is? Uh, it's... It's a club where you might, where you might find the atmosphere intriguing. Thank you very much. We will not miss it. Say no more. That might be interesting people there. And we yes. Okay. That worked really well. So fascinating. I get the feeling that uh, our our uh, acquaintance that uh, we were going to see, uh, Mr. Gavigan doesn't really believe in uh, Jackson Elias' uh, uh, ideas. I get that impression as well. Well, we should uh, at least interview him in person and see how much we can. True. I would be on our guard. I hate to say that I'm suspicious of uh, humankind, but... You are. He, he makes <laughs> me very uneasy. Who, Inspector Barrington? No, Gavigan. Have you met him? No, but I just, I, I have a feeling. I have a hunch. It's not because he's a professor, is it? I don't know. I don't trust all professors. <laughs> just most of them. 
Well, we go to the uh, Penhu Foundation. It's, af- it's the afternoon of the f- of the first, uh, second, excuse me, Monday afternoon. So yeah. sure, might as well get things done all in one day. All right, the Penhu Foundation is in South Kensington, which is a very very posh area, very nice looking. Um, the building it appears to be two stories tall. Um, it's got what? It's, so it's got a front, and where the front. Well, what am I trying to say? John Whiteboard? Uh, whiteboards. Draw, draw some paper. Is there going to be a test on this? No. Is there going to be a combat on this? Could be. Depends on what you do. This is not the game for combat. No, it's not. So you've got a set of stairs leading up to the front door. Um, this is the building. This is a fence. There's a big gate in the back of the fence for trucks. Kind of a little loading dock area. Nothing too fancy. Um, so, there is a doorman at the front door. The doorman politely opens the door for you. Is this seen from above or is this an elevation? Um, this is a plan view. Okay. We walk inside. You walk inside. Um, so there is a, I'm not going to worry about it too much. There is a uh, desk there. There's a very, there's a person behind the desk. Looks to be part security guard, part uh, receptionist. Yes, sirs. Can I help you, sirs? Well, hello. My name is uh, Flash Ranger. I'm uh, from Chappaqua Toddler. And uh, I would like to see In if we America. I'd like to see if uh, uh, we could uh, speak to your director, uh, Mr. Uh, Gavin. Oh, I see. Do you have an appointment, Mr. Granger? Uh, we actually we would like to make an appointment. We, uh, we we would like to make an appointment, but uh, here's my card. Uh, we are. Uh, I actually uh, am here with these gentlemen because of my acquaintance with a good friend, uh, Jackson Elias. Uh, would it be able? Would we be able to see the the director today? Um, I can inquire as to whether he is available. Um, it may take some time before I can determine whether he is available, can I have an ad- a place to contact you uh, to arrange the interview? Sure. Uh, right here. Here's the address of uh, Inspector Barrington. He uh, <laughs> He's from uh, Scotland Yard. He has all our contact information. We're, we're moving around a lot. Let's just... We're staying at the Savoy. I see. All right. Okay. Um, Why don't you give him a damn goddamn key, too? <laughs> You're uh, looking at that information. We're a little parched. You didn't have some of those tea and crumpets. <laughs> at least you didn't say strumpets. <laughs> um, I'm afraid not, sir. If you if you go out the door, turn right down the road about uh, three blocks, turn left, then right. There's a very very nice tea shop. Well, uh, thank you for that uh, hospitality. Do I've always ex- known that uh, English were very hospitable. We we can just wait here. Do you, do you expect to hear uh, about the director's schedule? Soon or tomorrow? Uh, I believe he is in uh, several meetings this afternoon. As soon as he has an open spot where I can uh, inquire, I will ask him. And if uh, he has further opens, openings in his schedule, then I will contact you and let you know at the hotel when you may uh, when your appointment is. Great. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And we exit. Okay. You're outside. Flash. What? What is it, you itchin? We had him in our hands, and you gave him with a cut. He 
is the director of an expensive foundation. He is busy. I don't trust him. Do you want to antagonize him from the beginning? I antagonize him? I didn't even get to talk to him. Well, How can I antagonize him? I'm sure we will be able to talk to him soon. This is the way polite company works. I don't even know. Frank. Oh, right. I'm gonna. I want some tea. All right. The, the directions actually. Do you follow the directions? Sure. All right. They actually do take you to a very nice tea place. We sit down and have some tea and let Flash go off. All right. Okay. It's uh, like four o'clock now on uh, Monday afternoon. So, um, can I ask a question? Sure. Mickey Mahoney, the journalist. Yes. Uh, is he a journalist for the Scoop? Yes. Does the Scoop have a, uh, a headquarters? Do we know where it is? Uh, it doesn't have a headquarters. It has an office. Office. On, well, yes. On a, Fleet, yes, on Fleet Street. On Fleet Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that was right near Stone Yard then, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So I think we, while we're eating tea, drinking tea, eating tea, it's not that solid, um, I think we need to, to plan out what kind of information we are looking for from these people. Do we want to... <clears throat> try to solve the mystery of the murders here in London, or do we want to simply find out what happened to Jackson Elias or what he did while he was here? <clears throat> well, because if we have a plan for what we're looking for, we'll know it. We're more likely to know when we found it. I do think that they're related. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think these are the thuggies or, or any of the cults in New York, but <clears throat> since Jackson Elias was uh, studying many cults. That would be the tie-in. Do we know where uh, Jackson lived? Well, maybe go by there. Maybe he's got some notes. Yeah, do we know where he stayed in London? You don't know. He, uh, Jackson Elias never really told you where he was staying. The other thing that we could do, we might not be able to do it uh, <clears throat> today, but uh, you know, professional courtesy, uh, since Mahoney and I are both uh, working for... Uh, News organizations. Cowboys. Uh, I might be able to uh, talk his language, if you know what I mean. I think that's an excellent idea. And perhaps when we next go back to the Penhue Foundation, um, maybe Dr. Weber and I should go, since we talk his language. I think that's good. <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised the English even like the French in this country. But anyway, everyone <laughs> likes the French. Yeah, the Germans liked you so much they wanted to take over. They wanted to run the place. Very good. Right. Well, I, you so, guys can talk to any of it. I'm glad I got my own room. So, where are you going? It's getting towards evening, which is prime newspaper hours. When you say prime, what do you mean? Prime, uh, uh, as in, as in you never get into work until 4 p.m. <laughs> right? right. I understand. I didn't know if you meant he was going to be off and busy or not. No, 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 no. Well, why don't you head over? Okay. Should the rest of us go uh, see... Now, is the Blue Egyptian a nightclub? Or a, or who, are you, a, who are you asking? A, did he give us an impression of whether it was a nightclub or no. a gaming club or a drinking club? Well, or just a, said Blue Egyptian. Okay. Let's see if we can look it up Oh, is there a phone? Uh, probably. Or, but that would just give us an address and a phone number. Right, and then we we'll can tell you what it is. And, and see what it looks like. Let's ask the concierge. Okay. So you're going to go back to the, to the hotel? Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't think it makes any sense not to go back to the hotel. Okay. 
Except for... Except for Flash? Yeah. Well, well uh, like I said... Where we're staying. Do you I, want uh, back up? I, uh, I'm going to probably uh, uh, talk to him tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, I would I, like to accompany you gentlemen to the uh, Blue Egyptian. Sounds like a good time. Okay. You go back to the hotel. You ask the concierge. Concierge... Um, <laughs> Steers this in the other direction. I, it looks at it looks at you a little strangely. Um, he says we're doing research. Yeah, that's what they all say, sir. Oh, one of the things I wanted to say uh, before I uh, go to the little boys' room. Uh, uh, next time I leave my door, I'm sticking a, a match in it. I want to see if anyone's coming into our room since. Everyone in the country knows where we are. Um, what about the cleaning staff? You, you could check out and go to another hotel. I just might. <laughs> Plus, no. the, the cleaning staff will be in the room. Yeah, I actually have uh, instructed them uh, to leave my uh, room closed. <laughs> no linen service. Yeah. All right. No linen service. <laughs> right. I, I like to shower as opposed to the French. <laughs> right. That's okay. The French don't smell as bad as Americans anyway. The, the, I heard that. <laughs> the Blue Egyptian, from what you can tell from the concierge, is a nightclub. Okay. And is it in a seedy part of the city? It is in the Isle of Dogs. Oh, really? Which is not not actually an island or dogs. Um, it's not on this not on this map, uh, but. Essentially, bah, on the tube map, which is not the tube, has well, yeah, 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 not the, been built yet, right? No, no, there is a tube. It's not as extensive as this. Oh, okay. Um, the Isle of Dogs. Well, so you're kind of in this area of London. The Isle of Dogs is over. Is over in this area. Oh, okay. Is it seedy? So it's not. Actually, it's not it's downtown. Not, it's, it's not downtown. It's not. It's actually not that bad uh, a location. Um, so we would want to hire a car to go there? Well, that's a good question. Well, you could hire a car. You could take a taxi. Uh, that's what I mean, taxi. Uh, here we go. Um, so it's near the East India Docks. It's, it's about two miles east of Limehouse. It is in the East End, so it is kind of a you know, lower-class area, but it's not, you know, it's not like Whitechapel. It's not like slums. Got it. So, how are you going to get there? Just the four of you, I assume. Just take a taxi, I guess. I, well, I don't see... I've been in London before. Mm-hmm. How do people get around of our class and stature? The tube. They the walk. Tube? They take a taxi. How far, is, how far is the walk? It's a long walk. You'd actually have one Yeah, no, one you, walk. you can't walk there. <laughs> Does the tube go there yet, or not yet? It goes, it goes close there. It goes uh, to, actually, you would take the train. It goes to Blackwall Station. Blackwall Station. Oh, Blackwall Station. Um, and then you'd kind of walk. So the Isle of Dogs isn't exactly marked here. It's probably, it's, it's either there or a little up north. Oh, okay. So you're kind of near the, the first big, be- big bend, not big bend, big right. bend in the river, in the Thames. Got it. Um, I think the train seems a reasonable approach. All right. How late did the trains arrive? Change runs till about midnight-ish. So if if it's a nightclub, then we would not want to bother even starting until after dinner. Uh, like eight, the o'clock. concierge says yes. <coughs> they do serve dinner 
um, he uh, he suggests you avoid avoid that. Yes, yes. And partake of, of the the uh, Savoy's restaurant. Uh, yes, partake of our hospitality. Oh, of course, of course. Um, but that. Uh, you know. Okay. So, I, anyone object to eating dinner first and then going to see what's there? Objections. You have a very very nice dinner. Oh, it's a wonderful dinner. No steak. No steak. No. Why? Not American. This is British. They have Dover sole. They have well, not fish and chips. That's too lower class. Um, they have veal. They have oh, well, lamb. Okay. They have lamb. They, they have, have mutton. Steak. They have okay. Fair enough. They they don't have large hunks slams of cow. That's right. It's not like Texas. But they do have meat. They have meat. Yes. Okay. Fish. That's it. Lamb. Or mutton actually. Doctor Boucher thinks it tastes well. At least it reminds him of good food. <laughs> actually, you can probably find good French food in America. Certain parts of America. Certain parts of London, for sure. But certain parts of London, yeah. Probably not at the Savoy. No. Yeah. Right. You can take a train? Okay. Sure. Take the train. Uh, from there, you can walk. You can just ask around. It's not like it's terrible. You know, terribly hard to find. Um, so. We don't walk up to the front door. We, you know, get an eye on the place. Okay. and. It, it, I mean, it's very hard to tell what the inside will look like from the outside of a nightclub. Right. What you do see is you do see uh, a number of people going in. Uh, it's you know it's not crowded. It's not like a velvet rope in a line, but it's not empty and no one's you know it's not a deserted street either. Are they playing music loudly? Um, you can hear a little bit of music. It sounds Egyptian. Hmm. If you've ever heard Egyptian music before, it sounds like caterwauling probably. Because <laughs> none of you have, none of your characters have likely heard Egyptian music. So oh, it sounds God. like it sounds like noise to you. That's very peculiar music. Yes, it could very well be. You do see, like I said, you do see uh, people going in and out, and they do seem to be, you know, reasonably well-dressed. Not upper class, but, you know, they seem solidly middle class. Are people going in and out as singles, couples? Um, some singles, some couples. Most of, the, some, most of them look Egyptian. Most of them look swarthy. Uh, a few of them look white, Caucasian, British. But mostly it seems to be Egyptian. Mostly it seems to be Egyptian. But there's enough... Um, white people walking in and out that you probably won't be the only ones there. So we won't completely stand out being a group of four middle age well. You'll stand older, out, right? You'll stand out because you're white, but you're not going to be the only white people in there, it Got seems. You'll stand out because I'm big. You'll stand out because you're big, How yes. How big are you? He's size 18. He's like 6'4", wow. 280. Oh, hello there. <laughs> are you German? No, American. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Actually, American of what, of what background, though? You're not American. You're not Native American. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, but you're not I'm American. He is. No, just American. Right. <laughs> so you're a mix. Yeah. German, Dutch, Irish. Gotta have some Irish in there. You're a boxer. That's right. You actually you do. Okay. Irish okay. and so Italian, I guess. Shall we go reconnoiter inside? Now, I was on. Wait, let me ask quietly before we do any of that. Um, I was not there when you went into Juju House in New York. I only saw the aftermath. Oh. Um, were was it a thriving business when you got there? Were there people trying to stop you? Were it was just like a seemed like a like a relic or antique shop. Oh, it was a shop. It yeah, was not shop. A it, was, it wasn't a it wasn't a club. Or it was a shop. Mm. So, if the question is like, is it a front? Then we you actually doing something, or are you silent? Front, you know, nothing is going on. Right, 
Well, I'm also thinking, you know, what is what is the risk for just walking in the door? You know, will they um, say, hey, there's our next victim? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Although I don't think the inspector would have us, you know, go directly to our dude one first. Yeah. I don't know. He was not getting along with Flash. Oh. Right. Um, what do you think? Oh. Shall we go inside? Yeah, just go inside. Okay. You go inside. Um, is it, it packed? It is, it is crowded. It is oh, not packed. Okay. It is crowded, but not I'm terribly so. Yeah. Moving toward the wall? E- edging yeah. towards the wall. Keep, yeah. keep your back to the wall. Actually, what was that? that? Um, so, as you know, a couple of years ago, King Tut's tomb was found. And well, so and that brought to the British Museum, right? Yes. But that also means that there was basically the... the the notoriety of the find meant that there was an Egyptology craze. All of a sudden, Egypt, every anything, everything Egyptian became the fad of the day. Right. The big upper class holiday of going to Egypt. To go going to Egypt, to and, and also just, and also the middle, you know, just all of a sudden, uh, anything Egyptian was the thing to do. So this club clearly used to be a part of that. Huge craze. So there are palm, tr- well, small palm plants, palm-like plants, plants that look kind of maybe like they were palm trees, if they were palm trees. So and they look like the British attempt at palm trees. Right, exactly. Um, you know, so I mean, it, it looks like every stereotype of Egyptian you've ever seen. So there are little awnings inside to protect from nothing, but just awnings because. Outdoor, o- outdoor shops have awnings on them, so we have right. to have awnings. And there, are palm, there are palm trees in Egypt, so we have to have plants that look like palm trees, but don't really look like palm trees. There are rugs everywhere because there are Egyptian rugs. There's incense in the air because they burn incense. There are water pipes because some people, some Egyptians smoke water pipes. So um, it's pretty obvious that it was trying to cater to the tourist crowd, well, not tourist crowd, to the, to the local crowd. <coughs> And being Egyptian. On the other hand, it seems filled with mostly but it Egyptian-looking is. people now. Right. So uh, there must be something real about it. Yes. And there are, you know, so there's, again, Egyptian music that sounds more like noise to all of you. There are women dancing, you know, the, the um, uh, belly dance type uh, dancers. Um, there are drinks being, there's a, there's a bar, a nice, a very, very nice bar, and one end. Alcohol is not legal. Alcohol is legal in the U.K., in England at the time. Everywhere but America. Yes. Only America only America along the wall towards the bar. Right. (laughs) Only America was silly enough to try that experiment in social conditioning. Um, and there's very good smelling food that you can you know good smelling? Actually yes, it smells well well, it smells of good spices. Whether it will taste good, but it smells very nice. Lots of whatever uh, whatever the Egyptian spice makes. Smells foreign. It smells foreign, but it smells good foreign. Oh, okay. So, uh, the four of you are led to a table. Well, I'm assuming you're a table for four. Mm-hmm. Along the wall, yes, sir. Of course, sir. <laughs> so, with my back to the wall. Yes. Um, so, you are in an Egyptian night. just take in the thing, look around, yeah. see who's here, see, you know... Does the bartender seem to be running the floor? Does is there a floor manager kind of thing? Uh, it does seem that you back if doors. Uh, possible. Well, there are certainly areas. There are curtained off areas where the, the 
performers come in and out. So clearly that's like, you know, stage doors. Um, door to the kitchen, you know. So there are certainly plenty of, of doors uh, or places to get in and out. There does appear uh, to be, you know, it does appear that you've kind of got the area for the tourists or the locals, uh, well, for the Caucasians, the white people, and more, this is the where the natives actually, so there is a bit of segregation of seating. Segregation is legal in, in Britain, isn't it? Uh, well, yes, it's legal. Okay. And there's a lot of it official, and there's just plenty of it unofficial, too. Right. So this is unofficial. Okay. Um, so, yeah, most of the whites are seated in one area, most of the Egyptians are in another area. And very, so, kind of, if you wanted to go, if you kind of followed as deep into the Egyptian area as you could, it looks like there's kind of a boss-type person there. Seems kind of fat, sitting around with, you know, an entourage of people there. Okay. I'm I'm just here for the ambiance. What about you gentlemen? I've already got my drink. I'm sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Are, aren't you amazed at how backward America is at this point? Say it again. I might have to introduce you to a couple of my friends. <laughs> I merely meant in terms of, you know, making the wonders of alcohol illegal. Yeah, but it's been good for business. And what is your business? Certain well, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Odd jobs. Random tasks. <laughs> it certainly did spawn a very, very interesting industry. <laughs> it's profitable. Yeah. It's not for me, but... Uh, I'm just there looking around. What about you guys? Right. I'm just... We want to Okay. Why don't we go ahead and call it there, okay. and we can... Either continue or uh, or not, as the case may be. So, until next time.